Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of The Chat. We have a few things to discuss tonight. As always, I'm your panel moderator, Casey. And before we get into these hot topics, let's check in on our co-host. Chaz, how you doing? I'm wonderful, Casey. Y'all not group chat having asses, but I'm great. We not bringing that on this show, okay? (laughs) We leave that off the podcast. (laughs) Alan, how you doing? Splendid. Oh, I'm jolly good to hear that. Oh, just splendid. Wonderful. Um, And then Tix, how are you, my baby? I'm doing pretty swell today, Casey. (laughs) God, God. What is these confident accents? And then Rodrigo, since we're talking about our <clears throat> old girl tonight, how you doing? How you doing, Casey? <laughs> <laughs> let's get to it. How you doing? Let's I know. Do let's it. just let's hop right in. There ain't no point wasting our breath on introductions anymore. Um. So anyway, first up, let's go to the young and the restless. Why we actually will wait because we actually have something a little positive to talk about for once. <laughs> Finally, something that brought me a lot of joy to watch The Young and the Restless uh, on Monday, which was Sally and Adam finally banged it on out on Valentine's Day. Mm. So, Alan, what did you think of Sally going straight for Adam's peen in that episode? She undid that belt rather quickly. Yeah, I was happy that they finally fucked. And he she got he got the cream pie on that couch. I know Tix probably wasn't happy about the couch part, but fucking on a desk probably would have been uncomfortable and bad for her back. So anyway, yeah, I'm glad they finally went there and they finally stopped trying cock-teasing us with Sally. I mean, Adam and freaking Sharon. They finally stopped that. I totally said last year, the shit I get off the pot, they got off the pot and put them over Sally, so... I'm happy he has an actual pairing and Mark Roseman gets to actually build a pairing for the ground up and not just inherit something from a previous actor. So speaking of previous actor though, Alan, what are you thinking of Sally and Chelsea continuing to still be at each other's throats? I hope they beat the shit out of each other. Let's show needs a cat fight. <laughs> beat the shit out of each other. Beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> You know what? I'm not mad at that because they have not had really good cat fights since Tila and Lauren tore up that damn uh, lab. You're absolutely right. Well, I mean, you know, Melissa Clary can, can certainly cat fight, though, because remember a few years ago when she tore up the athletic club with Chloe because Chloe made a comment about her husband being dead? Ooh, that was good. Um, but yeah, I'm happy they finally banged it out because look, them Valentine's Day episodes were boring as hell. Besides the lesbians and Sally and Adam, I didn't give two shits. Um, but, well, you know, correction, though, because I actually did like Ray kind of getting a little jealous of Sharon and Nick closening in on that, like, side hug and that curl up and everything. And um, need to go there, Lisa. That needs to be they do. Ray to cheat on Sharon with Chelsea. Yeah, and he needs to, he needs to get the wrong idea about Sharon and Nick and fuck the shit out of Chelsea. Oh yes, and I want a just as hot love scene on the couch in that hotel room. Um, Rodrigo, let's go to you. What did you think of Sally and Adam banging it out? 
We'll see. It was cute. Um, <laughs> a mess. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just. It's just like the it's just took too damn long to get to like, I don't get to these stories shows like why do you gotta make us wait just for like a one night stand? Like they've been building Adam and Sally for all this time and like they finally have sex. I'm like, I waited so long and I'm just like, oh okay. <laughs> That's nice. I needed it to be a little bit, I need more. I need okay, they're gonna have sex. Sally versus Chelsea. I mean, that was cute. Sally went in on Chelsea and Chloe at the at the coffee house. Chelsea 22.0. Yeah, that was cute. That's a nice line. You know, that, that was got a little something going. But I just, okay, now what? You got Adam and Sally together. Now what do you do with them? Do you make them that gruesome twosome couple that just runs wild in Genoa City and everyone gets, you know, they get on everybody's nerves? and Or... You do something else, like you bring Chelsea in here, you make it a real triangle, or I don't know. It was okay, they had sex. Cool. But where's the story? There's no story. Like the story sucks though. Like I I'm sorry, it's just I it's not I mean they, it's cute. Grossman and um Courtney um dual I mean Courtney Hope, she they oh. <laughs> sorry. Oh. That fake wedding. <laughs> yeah, we know it ain't Courtney. Do I get my do I get my toaster back? You should have said no damn gift in the first place, but go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. They, I mean they got great chemistry. I mean, but I don't know. I just need more. I mean, cool, they're gonna have sex. Okay, what's, what are you gonna give me now, Josh? Because um cool. That's it. That's all I got. I mean, I'm sure that. I don't even know. Do they have a? Do they even have a squish name or fandom or anything? Salad, or? salad, and they got it. Salad, they got <laughs> it. They made with Allie. I'm not going with that boring alley shit. We need some sex back into the I'm done. Shows. Okay. They got it's that salad sauce. Okay, look. <laughs> and I'm sure you know Adam's olive oil dispenser dumped all now over. Now, whose salad tomatoes. was paused? And her right. Sally or Adams. Well, Adam probably gets his ass eaten a lot, so probably. Yeah, I mean, Adam's, yeah. This is a Christian show. Adam, Adam's bisexual, ain't it? I mean, shit. Okay, look, Rafe said, I poppy, I threw it down back in 08. And Nikki caught it, baby. Okay. Oh, Yanni Gellman, where are you? Oh, bring him back. Okay. I loved that whole entire storyline. <laughs> it was so messed up. I loved it. Anyway. Um, Chaz, what about you? Did this give you something to look forward to? Um, no, but <laughs> I did enjoy the <laughs> I did enjoy the scenes. Um, you know, I've said that um, out of the entire show, the people that give me the most joy is Sally and Adam. Um, I I don't care about Chloe. I don't care about Chelsea. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think they're the same character. Um, so it's just like. They both cancel each other out. Um, I was watching. <laughs> I was watching. Um, I think it was the episode before the Valentine's Day episode, and where Victor was like, "Oh, Nikki, I bought you this beautiful, wonderful horse. Let's go see it." I thought we were about to get the stables uh, set. We ain't get no set. <laughs> we like, haven't seen them fucking with... stables since 2012. <laughs> You're right. Exactly I was like, like well, damn. I was like, y'all, then they shouldn't talk about it. Like, don't tell me how beautiful the horse is and we can't see a damn horse. 
But um, overall, they're the bright spot in the show for me. Like, I enjoy their interaction. I enjoy um, both actors, I think, are really, really good. Um, but I'm a kind of Rodrigo on this one. I was like, okay, they had sex. Okay, what's next? You know, it's just like, you got to have more stuff going on for them. And I'm sure they, they will. Sex. Damn, they just had sex on Monday. It's only Tuesday. Damn. But we've been watching this Let's for four them, months Casey. before they got to this point. You ask me my opinion, I'm going to tell you ass. We got, we've been watching. And I'm okay with your opinion. Point. Welcome to the that, chat. That's, a, that's okay. I'm all right with it. I'm ready. But no, it, I was just saying, like, I'm kind of Rodrigo, like, we've been watch, seeing this brew for months and months and months, and then it happened. But it's just like, okay, what's next? You know? And so it's like, I, they are a bright spot in the show for me. And that's the only positive thing I have to say about the young and the restless. So, but I do enjoy them. So now, Chaz, what would you like to see next for them? I would like to see a story, um, you know, like drama, the things that we talk Okay, about. what's your story idea, though? Like, I, I'm not giving out no free story ideas. Shit, they're going to have to pay me. Um, <laughs> I you your money. It's all right. They're not going to take, take them anyway, Chad. You go ahead. They, no, they I just think that, you know, to me, in my opinion, obviously, Sally being COO is ridiculous. Like, we know that, right? Yeah, it's just, stupid. My girl, it doesn't make sense. Right I love her. I love her to death, but COO of, of is it Newman now? What is it now? I don't know. Newman, pop, lock, and drop it, as I call it. Girl, you, girl, <laughs> you, girl, you ran Spectre to the ground, girl. You couldn't even run Spectre, right? Like, now you're going to be COO. Like, yeah, girl. I mean, I think that it'll be interesting to see. I, I kind of want to see her interactions between uh, Victoria and how that plays out. That would be interesting to see. I would just like them to come up with a storyline that's viable for them and make her less of a... I like her being at odds with everyone else, but it, I, I kind of would like to see her a little bit more integrated into the storylines where she's out causing trouble for most people, but not just little things like oh, I don't like that dress, you know, like little small things, but more so like really having an impact on the campus if she's going to be a main role on the show. Well, so I'm, and it would interested, give us, I'm interested in Chloe and Chelsea trying to get that partnership with Finmore's. And so, you know, with that story coming in, I don't understand why Sally just doesn't try to bring Spectra fashions to Genoa City. You know, yeah. restart it. Um, Adam can do the business side of things. You can get a very B&B type storyline like, you know, Chelsea and Chloe can host this fashion show for Finmore buyers, but Sally is hosting a rival one that day and they're more interested in hers. I mean, they just got, yeah, her being CEO, COO makes no sense at all. It was like when Nikki was COO for No, you know what? It was like when Nikki was a senator under Lynn Marie. Yeah, it's just like, what? What? Why is Nikki a senator? It makes sense. It's a no, no, no. That's what that shit is. It's a no, no, no. This is just where the show needs to be about fashion and cosmetics again. I think, you know what? I'm okay with it being about cosmetics because. I don't never under quite understood why it sh had to shift to that. And, and I know that we had media newspapers and stuff like it during the early eighties and seventies and stuff like that. I get it. But the money spot where they had the most growth, in my opinion, was when the show 
was about Newman Cosmetics and Jabot Cosmetics. And cosmetics is not one of those things that has gone away like, oh, that's we don't really talk about that now. No, there's so many different things that we you could still be talking about with <sighs> that that as, as far as business storyline. I mean, the, the Abbots are starting to remind <clears throat> me of Bruno from Encanto. You know, we don't talk about the Abbots. No, no, no. Yeah, but, like the show has obviously on. shifted to the Newmans. When that's and, and that's okay, but the thing is, is that you've got to have balance with some of your core families, and it's the show is really out of balance, especially when I have to look at Abby every damn day. Because the show, at the end of the day, it's about the Newmans and the Abbots, and then, you know, you add in the Hamiltons and the Winters and the Chancellors. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's about those two companies, Jabot and Newman Enterprises. Jabot is completely non-existent since Kyle. Yeah, I mean, well, I know, it's, and I think it's because Jack is gone, or or Peter Bergman is off for I think medical. Leave well, no, he's back him. now. He is he back? Back, yeah. yeah Peter's back. I'm sorry. You got Eileen Davidson. Where you just play her being a talk to her stupid ass daughter, and then. Uh, and Bill is off like, of being shady ass. Yeah. We're not going to talk about. That's why Ali got to keep going and doing them days since. I'm like, I like, her nothing your to do. Ass. <laughs> they're not giving her Jenna nothing to do with the younger wrestlers. I know y'all don't like her being on days. Or what, but what's the, what's the alternative? They don't play her. They don't play her on the other end. They don't do nothing with her. For like, the last to play her, her, honestly, the last person to play her as a lead was Chuck Pratt. So to be honest with you, to have a, a actress of her, to have actors of her caliber, to have an actress as Melly Thomas Scott, to have an actress as um, uh, Michelle Stafford, Michelle Morgan, uh. all of these people are being wasted on this show. And we, well, I ain't going to say nobody's name, but we have a lesser actress leading the show right now. And it is the show is suffering because of it. So anyway, but I like Sally. So that's my comment. I do, too. Um, that would be a time to bring on like Kimo's daughter and have her go to Jabot. Who's Kimo? In the mind, no, they forgot about who Kimo was. <laughs> as far as Peter Bergman, it's, Ke- it's Kino. As far as Peter Bergman is concerned, there's no Kimo. We don't exist. We don't know who they heard of. Years ago, and I know fans got plum crazy, but actually I did not mind this. Years ago, they were trying to say that Ivan had that son, Andrew, and they were going to bring on Andrew Rabbit, which would have been uh, John's nephew. I would not have minded that. Everybody made a big dust up about Jill Farenthelps doing that. But there is an Ivan Abbott that Bill Bell created that is John's brother. And so it would be totally plausible that he would have had children. I'm like, just and they probably could, yeah, and they come and try to get a piece of the apple pie or some shit. Yes. Like, come on, what if they're oh, right right not grifters? Oh, oh, no. go, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. just or you just bring on a, a kid around me and Alan's age, some brat he had with Leanna Love. Duh, it writes itself. Yeah. That could work just too. Do that. Well, you know, even she can come back for a few weeks and introduce some, you know, some asshole that wants his piece of maybe. Maybe she tried to pass the baby off of some man's, some other man's, and then the man died, or she or she low on money, or that kid low on money. So she just like, okay, I got something to tell you. You kind of rich, <laughs> something like that. And, <laughs> and if he comes to town or some shit like that, like 
Y&R can do any fucking thing. But what they need to do is fire that damn executive producer and that hair writer. Tony Marino does not know how to balance the fucking checkbook. There's no reason why broke-ass Days of Our Lives has multiple sets. And we know Y&R got a bigger budget. He is, mishand- he is mishandling that budget. I'm so sick of them He's fucking mishandling a whole lot I'm of stuff, so sick of them. I'm, I'm so sick of Sharon being at that damn coffee house. I'm what so is up with that? Yeah. And fashion. I'm tired. Yeah. Sharon serving coffee in Gator. <laughs> well, actually, you know, no, I, I got to give him credit for that. The clothes are no, the best I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like. I haven't okay. seen these people look dressed this good. Since. You don't even <laughs> see Carly on GH. He running the damn hotel. She ain't dressing couture and had a damn hotel. Like, oh bullshit! <laughs> no, Carly used to come out in those five hundred dollar pa- pantsuits. With, suits. Like, she ain't wearing Gucci. Christian She's Louis not wearing Gucci on. and gowns. Carly's not going to the Met. Carly Carly doesn't dress like she's going to the Met Gala serving fucking coffee. I will say Sharon's fashion is a little ridiculous. Phyllis makes sense though because Phyllis is still in them skin tight. She's always been in. That's just what you know. I think Phyllis looks great, but she still be overdressed. You at one yeah, it, 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 it is winter and she's wearing strap. What I get mad with Phyllis is why you behind the counter making these people cocktails. Oh, it's she stupid. is serving. It's dumb. She is they, don't have, they don't know what to do with Michelle Stafford. And that, it's been obvious since she came back. She's checking hotel guests. Carly she's would never coffee. even hand Michael so much as a fucking room no. key behind that. And you see on GH. Carly, yeah, she, you see her working, but you see someone else with her yeah, in the back. Carly doing the does, work. you like, know, the financial report on her iPad. <laughs> she doesn't. Yes. Just, she's not behind there pouring Jack Abbott espresso shots. And sometimes she's behind the bar, having a couple of drinks of her own. That's her bar. That's her place. <laughs> Fallon but, Carrington would never be checking a guest. Okay, Fallon, Charlie, Mirage ran very successful. Phyllis, Phyllis Summers, Romalati. Abbott, Abbott, Newman, Newman, Abbott is checking in hotel guests at the fucking hotel. She's serving coffee to the Victoria. She is like, oh. This 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 just makes me, it enrages me to this day. She's been back on that show for three years. It still enrages me. Nothing going on. That she has nothing going on on that show. Nothing. for less. And Gina Tognoni, God bless that woman. I hope she that someone else fi- hires. I don't know what someone to snatch her up. She got fired for she, nothing. For she'll be good on days. Thing, uh, yeah, she'll be good on it days. It just enrages me. It's just like I don't want to see. You brought her back to do. I'm at the hotel. No more. I don't want to see that no more. Burn well, that I, hotel. Just burn it. Somebody well, burn and it. And she down. just proved she was just supposed to move into Milan with Summer. She don't give a fuck about that hotel. She wanted to be her own boss and have some income. She didn't have no passion for that yeah, damn hotel. All Phyllis wanted to do was just make more money doing the tech and security for the hotel, which is what Phyllis is on the show to do. Phyllis has always been in <sighs> tech, always been into all of that. She, but, yeah, she, but you know what? I think, Tiggs, I agree with you. Sur- surprise. I agree with you is that it would make sense even if they brought back Kimo's son and or daughter. Which to, they will, they'll never they do. They would never do. But I mean, as I said, uh, Peter Berman don't own this damn show. You know what I'm saying? Like he's an actor. Actor right. part and shut the you fuck up. You need to tell his 70-year-old ass it is not 1994 anymore. 
Right. You are, and, and if you can't, you don't do that. You're going to say these lines. You see, he was gone for six weeks and he, he, he wasn't really missed because Jack ain't well, dead. Well, honey, anyway. ain't nobody missed at this show, right? Look, they all leave. We're like, oh, okay. They don't have anything to, for him to do. Yeah. So that, to me, that would give him tons of storyline. What if the company that, because remember, Chemo worked in the lab. Chemo could have created his own cosmetics line, well, and then given, it also given it gives, to his kids, it also and gives been in competition with Jabo. Yeah. Because if Chemo comes back, Christine has an Insta story because a lot was left unsaid by the time he left. And he really yep. liked Christine. Um, it's so Jack has a, damn. Jack is not even getting no good good either. Like, when's the last time he had sex? Like, no, or had a good. Yeah, <laughs> it's like no, for real. Jack been three years. Yeah, yeah, it's been years. That's not Jack that's not like this show. I thought it was in Peter Bergman's contract to have a lunch interest every season. Like I didn't know. Like well, the last well, time was, he had yeah, a lunch interest was twenty eight year old Alice Hunter. Mm. 20 oh lord! Oh, I mean, for them to ignore, for them to continue to ignore the fact that he has another son out there that would instantly give Peter Bergman a story, a viable story for him to act in, it doesn't make any sense. I don't give a damn if for the them actor to likes continue it or not. to ignore that he's seventy-five years old and give him all these love interests that are, you know, barely able to be ID'd at a bar. Lauren, exactly. Lauren was right there. Just, but Lauren is right there. You're absolutely right. Lauren, Lauren is right, right there. there. Finally, they're right there. Yeah, they finally I mean, circling him back to Phyllis. Yes, put him back with Phyllis and keep them together. All righty. Well, let's move on from the Young and the Restless um, because we have a lot more to discuss than the messes on that show. Um, we have some amazing news to discuss. One of my favorite topics that I just couldn't wait to get to. And that is the fact that this past week, Jeannie Francis celebrated 45 years on ABC's General Hospital. Respect playing, the queen when you see it. <laughs> playing the heroine who we all love. Oh, Laura. Oh, Laura. Just so many great memories. Laura Vine. So we don't mention that S last Yeah, Laura Vine. Weber, Baldwin, Spencer, Spencer, Collins. Is that it? I think that's it. What's no, the hell with all that. My name is Laura Vine. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know Tiggs don't acknowledge the, you know. The, I mm. love Kevin Michelle. Her last ain't no damn. I hate Mayor Collins. Fuck all that. I like Kevin. That's Laura Vine. <laughs> Um, but anyway, we definitely just wanted to give some love to Jeannie. We wanted to discuss our favorite moments uh, through the years of the incomparable one and only legend. Um, so, Alan, let's kick things off with you. Uh, what are your thoughts on Jeannie Francis celebrating her 45th anniversary? And do you have a favorite Laura memory? I was probably going to give her a special episode. You know, the Russes would have given her a special episode. The other Russes are fuck up and boring, but they would have given her a special episode. So I'm surprised they didn't do that. They should have. But anyway, in recent years, my favorite mo- Laura Most has been her reading Valentine for Phil. Call- basically calling him a pit- pathetic little bitch and all that. Trolling him to his face. I love all that. I like her romance with Kevin, but I still oh, kind of wish he was with Scotty. I liked her better with Scotty. Yeah, and, you know, I I love her and Kevin. I really do. You know, she did amazing work uh, 
during the whole Ryan story and everything. But I would have certainly loved um, after all these years, you know, they're both on the show after all the stops, starts and stops, 45 years, never thinking he would get the girl next door. Yeah, he and Laura, it would be nice if they would be together. Um, I think they did all that. I think they did that for the 50th. They did it for the 50th. They they made the right decision. At their ages, Kevin is the perfect man for Laura. Lisa is the perfect woman for Scotty. And, and Martin is the perfect man for Lucy. When you get older, your, your taste change. You end up with people you need to be with at that stage in your life. And they're with who they need to be with. We just have to get Bobby some dick. And that's it. <laughs> right. Bobby handle all that dick. She's diabetic now. <laughs> they could have put Bobby. They could have put Bobby with his daddy. That would with Jackie Timpson no more. She could have been cute with his daddy. Because you know Monica over there with a nitroglycerin patch sitting on Yuri's face, apparently. <laughs> Monica. Nitro- oh, Jesus Christ. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I lost my thought. Was that next, Casey? You know what, Rodrigo, you can be anything you want. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all respect to the Queen, Jeannie Francis. Uh, Everybody knows without Jeannie Francis, Jenna Rossa would not not be on the air today. Um, Jeannie Francis is one half of 30 million people that watched one daytime wedding and cover of Time Magazine. Jeannie has done it all. And she started this show when she was 14 years old. I recommend if you want to know more about, you know, her past with GH and whatnot, watch her intimate portrait profile that she had on Lifetime years ago, where she went into some deep, dark shit that happened on that GH set on the se- in the 70s and early 80s and how she had to leave the first time and came back and but this person Jeannie is just a phenomenal actress she's always deserved her flowers too bad they you know they gave it to Brillo Pad hair for all those years and they didn't honor Jeannie she didn't have the respect that she deserved and I think I'm happy to see her get it now Uh, favorite Laura moments this goes back, way back in this, during the Claire Labine days, uh, when Laura picked up her shotgun during that mob shootout. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> during the mob shootout, she was saying that little by the Lulu and everything, and then she took off her gas. I was like, oh, shit. Laura was not playing. She kicked Luke's ass out the motherfucker house. <laughs> and I was like, yes. Yeah and eviscerated him when Lucky died the first time Ooh. in that career. When <laughs> she went in on Sonny and Jason in the morgue and read them for holy filth, including Luke. <laughs> oh, yeah. said, oh, yes, Ooh. when she looked. Luke was all crying and blubbering as she was reading oh, no. Jason Lord and Sonny. And she that turned the needles around and she said, and you. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh! <laughs> No, between that, Laura's reaction to Lucky dying on the docks. Uh, oh my God, there's so many memories. Uh, shit. When Laura. The triple Diner catching on fire. The Triple Diner, when Laura came, you know, she came out her the 25th anniversary wedding, which finally won Jeannie Francis her Emmy. 
um, that year for one month of work. She beat out all the Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for one month of work, she said, baby, this is my time. Even though they played the bold and beautiful theme when she got her Emmy, but that's another story. Um, but anyway, and then now to her recent stuff, when Lulu went into a coma and was wheeled away to the home and Laurel had to let go of Lulu, that was one of the best scenes I've ever seen. I thought Jeannie was going to win an Emmy just for those scenes alone, but I don't know if it made the cutoff that year, but if it does, that should be her Emmy reel because... Oh, she makes me cry. Like, she is a phenomenal. I love her. And I just posted something today about, like, seeing her and Sydney Michaela in scenes together. And you just see, wow, you're seeing, like, today's teen sensation sharing a scene with the OG teen sensation of soap opera. And that's why we watch soap operas. Like, you see, you see like, the passing of the torch to a young, you know, a young actress the young teenage actress and like that's what Jeannie brings like she is this soap opera to me like and you know she's been on other shows before like you know she hasn't been on the show for the entire 45 years uh, <laughs> so she had her you know her all my children's stand her days of our lives stand um and then coming back on the show and I'm just happy to see her oh you, you ain't gonna mention bite your lip you oh we don't mention that you ain't gonna mention we, bite your we lip. don't mention that no okay. no no but we don't do no I don't. I don't acknowledge that. I don't recall <laughs> that. I don't recall that. The only bite lip I want to see is Ava Jerome doing her bite lip. Okay, I don't want to see Jimmy <laughs> <Jean> Francis <laughs> lipping off, <laughs> biting off Tristan Rogers' lips off like that. Like, I don't know. I why. will never forget. I was so grossed out when she pulled that lip. <laughs> I was like, uh, uh. oh, that's the only blemish. And girl, more went, more went the same thing at Why Not Girl. So you ain't the only one. <laughs> so I was like, they need to retitle that scene. Look, they need to retitle title that scene covid origins i'm just oh <laughs> i was mm-mm. and i every know every recast why, on yr don't work all the time because those I, was two that did not work and maria bell I, I get what you were trying to do you saw her on oprah talking about she wants to play a strong leading a uh, strong woman and all that you came up with this with genevieve Genevieve. <laughs> oh Lord, the way Peter Bergman used to say Genevieve. Oh Lord Jesus. Oh my God. It was just it was just, it was just all kinds of awful. But she made up, she she went back home. She went back home, and I'm happy for it ever since. So God bless that woman. I just, I mean, you know, where do you even begin to describe somebody so iconic? You know, somebody who means so much to the genre and honestly you know just one of those founding women of daytime in terms of you know the founding icons you know there's Deidre Hall there's Melody Thomas Scott there's Susan Lucci there's Erica Slezak there's uh Catherine Kelly Lang and in the middle of all of that you lo and behold have the one and the only Jeannie Francis you know who no matter what never phones it in. You can tell she always believes in what she needs to play. And we have seen Laura in so many different incarnations. You know, we've seen her as a mother, a fighter, uh, you know, a warrior. Um, We've seen her as somebody trying to figure out love. And at the end of the day, Jeannie Francis just plays it all so well. And, um, 
one of my, you know, Rodrigo, you brought up one of my favorite very recent moments was definitely her at Lulu's bedside as Lulu was being taken away. And then like the hug with Tracy and all of that. And it's just, you know, nobody on that canvas today impacts the show such as Laura. You know, every time Jeannie Francis goes on her yearly vacation, And a week before she comes back, they do, you know, a Laura promo and the ratings will like skyrocket for that week, 45 years later. It's just absolutely amazing. And nobody can claim what Jeannie Francis can claim. Um, Tiggs, what about you? Favorite Laura moments? What you have to say about Jeannie's 45 years? What are your thoughts? My my favorite Laura moments, yeah, were anytime... She got in Sonny's ass. <laughs> Anytime, whether it be Lucky dying or him crossing the street too damn fast, him him coughing, not covering up his mouth, and Lulu was sitting <laughs> right there, you know, him leaving Brenda standing in the rain, she was going to get on his ass about something. They all chummy now, but back in the day, she used to get in his ass, like what everybody did. Oh, good times. Mm-hmm, but yeah, um, this is the house that Jeannie built. Like, like Rodrigo said, 30 million viewers tuning in to see her and Luke. I mean, and, and who do we think for that? Elizabeth Taylor. She told Tom Racina, if you marry him, I'll play Helena Castine. I'll do it. And look what happened. So, and, you know, and we still have repercussions from them getting married on the canvas to this day. Nicholas's existence and and Laura ready to beat Valentine and Victor's asses every time she see him and shit. You know, Spencer's existence. I mean, Spencer's name alone dates back to, you know, the, the, the bloodshed between the Spencers and the Castines and everything. Like, anytime you see Laura, she just, she makes you feel better. Jeanish can be in the fucking toilet, but the minute you see Laura, it's a glimmer of hope that everything is going to be all right. And that's what I, I, I love about these shows. Like, even when YNR, you know, being where it's at, if, if you just happen to see Jill or Tracy like, or Ash, you're like, everything's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. And that, that Laura is just, she's a comfort. To hell with a Sonny and Carly. This is Laura Vine's house, goddammit. Like, the transition, like you said, the transition she's had from being a teen runaway to now being the mayor of the damn town and being a grandmother, like over the span of almost five decades and everything with her mental issues and everything with Luke and having her kids and the hell she went through with the cast irons and everything. And that mess with Jeff wherever. Fuck you, Jill Farron Phelps. But yeah, I, and, and then Me when they Rick. tried to fire her and Twitter went nuts. I don't know what the fuck Frank Valentini was thinking. And it took him almost a year, but he got her back. I think they were going back and forth about that contract, and that's right, girl. You won't be back. You won't have to pay for it. That's why she get these vacations every year now. But, yeah, I, there's not enough I can say. Like, she's contributed so much from such an early age. Like, Jeannie is just now turning 60 in May. And we've been watching Laura so long, you would think Laura was 78 years old. <laughs> so, you know, I just want GH to keep on doing what they need to do, giving her the material. 
You know, I love that that she's the voice of reason with Spencer and with Nicholas. You know, she she's one of those characters. She she can bring humility out of anyone. Whenever she's talking to Sonny, Sonny doesn't feel like a caricature. Or when she, you know, when she's talking to Ava, Ava doesn't feel like the horrible person everybody wants her to be or thinks she is. You know what I'm saying? Even with even when she was talking to Trina yesterday, it felt like such an adult conversation. Mm-hmm. You were talking to human- 27. Talk Laura about. humanizes. She, she yeah, she does. Humanizes she humanizes people. Yeah. Because Chris Adair respects Laura more than the previous head writers the past 20 years did. Yeah. I don't even think Ron respected her that much. He, I, I think he liked her, but he wasn't. I don't think Ron was big on Laura. Yeah. It, it, even when she gets in Victor's ass, you, you know, when, when she said, like, if I can prove that you had anything to do with this, I'm going to get your ass. Because Victor knows he fucked up. Charlotte could have been killed. I love that because scene. he wants this stupid ass. Because he wants to reprogram Drew like a fucking VCR in 1986. It's stupid. I love when Laura went told his ass, I will fuck you up. She went to go hug him and like said and did that and be like, if I find out you have anything to do with it, your ass is go. Your ass is mine. Well, like, they, they, right. why, you know, yeah. when you talk about Laura having these conversations, you know, you even look when Luke died. You know how her and Bobby, after 45 years of unbelievable drama, you know, were able to have such honest scenes. And you look at her scenes, you know, with Ava. And the whole point of that, in my opinion, leads back to the fact that Laura has done all the shit these people have done. You know, Laura's held a machine gun while she was trying to overthrow the Cassidines. Laura has been a teenager on the run she has been through it all. And so like when Laura has a conversation with somebody as a fan, you can be like, okay, Laura has been through this in some way, you know, Mm -hmm. she can connect with the person. And I love that Jeannie plays that because, you know, Jeannie is like, you know, my opinion, she's always played it knowing a historical beat of Laura's right off the bat. And she plays it so honestly to Mm -hmm. me. When Jeannie's in a scene, it never feels like she's acting. She's just there. She's present. She knows the material. It just iconic. Iconic. Like even in scenes, even in scenes with that damn Esme, there are so many things you could just look at Laura's face. It, it is so many times she wants to tear that little girl's ass up. Like, I don't want you with my grandson. I don't like you. I've been, Laura, yeah. like Laura, I've been dealing with little bitches like you. I've been dealing with little bitches like you my entire life. Yeah, Laura hasn't looked at a bitch like that. Laura looking at Esme like, Because uh, <laughs> it's just like, you know, she 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 when somebody's getting on your nerves and the smallest thing will bring you to your breaking point, she wants to whoop Esme's ass over some nail polish yesterday. So it's like just little shit like that. Like, Spencer ain't here to protect you. So no, Laura like, looking at Esme like, no. who me, bitch? Like, when I was your age, before your, your age, I was doing all type of shit before okay. you turned 18. You know what I mean? Like, she's been there, done that. She's looking at her like, I know girls like you. I know girls like you. I used to deal with girls like you at my okay. age, when your age. So like, like when, when Bobby told Tracy that shit, yeah. Tracy had something sick to say about Lucas being gay. She said, I used to beat girls like you up for, for sport mm-hmm. back in Florida. Don't fuck with me. Like, Laura had her, she dealt with her, she dealt with her Esme. That was Bobby's. <laughs> Sir, okay. Okay. 
But Bobby was terrible back then. Oh my god, so Bobby like, was such a bitch. <laughs> oh yeah, Jackie's 45th is coming up soon too. But they gotta get either. They gotta get Genius special episode. They have to give her one. Yeah, because... they're gonna do anything from Monica either. I mean, <laughs> so, unless they do something like they honor the veterans at the nurses' ball or some bullshit or something like yeah, that. Oh, they really need to do a special episode for Scotty for the 60s. Like, like I said, Scotty is such an important character. He's been on that show. Like, the character was created in 1965. And he is still there. It's it, And people give, and I'll, you know. They don't put respect people, on Kia Shriner's name. Like, people Scotty give, they think. Been a special part to this yeah. show. Scotty and Laura were that couple that saved the show, like the, from cancellation. Yes. The, the, the show never had a young couple before that. It was about old folks. The, the show was old. Well, shoot, it was them, and it, people never give Leslie Charleston her credit because Leslie, right? Charleston, yeah, it was it was them and their yeah, it was and Denise Alexander. Yeah, it was Denise Leslie and Charleston. Leslie were the Denise, first to take that. Yeah, number one. Yeah, Leslie Charleston, Denise Alexander. Yeah, their whole Rick. Leslie, uh, Alan, Story, and Scotty and Laura, all that shit. Monica and Together. Alan trying to kill each other. And... Yeah. <laughs> so can you? Yeah, Susan. Oh, yeah. Knocking yeah. some more. Oh. Just the fact that it's Ken and Jeannie, like, just the two of them. Yeah. Like, you see them still on this show today. When and you see why... Scotty and Laura sharing things, you're like, oh, you see the history. You like just because those two have been. Working together since they were teenagers, so they know yeah. each other left and right. They know what they need to probably, do. That's and, probably the best yeah. thing that came out of Franco existing, because in this strange way, Scotty and Laura became grandparents together. Yep. Because yeah. Liz's boys see them both as their grandparents, see? and I think that's so cool. Because sometimes weird shit like that happens in real life. Somebody you dated back in high school. 40, 50 years later, y'all end up back in each other's orbits in the strangest of ways. You're like, ain't this about a bitch? A full circle moment. Mm-hmm. We could have really had grandkids together at this point. You know? Mm. Anyway, congratulations, Jeannie Francis. We're all very happy for you. Um, and we can't wait to see what Laura does next. Uh, So anyway, let's move on to another one of our hot topics today. Um, We got to talk about Wendy Williams. Uh, It was a topic we were kicking around talking about last week, uh, but we had another great show for you guys then. So we're going to talk about it this week. Uh, So Sherry Shepard is officially uh, the permanent guest co-host for the Wendy Williams show as Wendy is still unfortunately not back. And rumor has it a deal is being neared on making Sherry permanent for good. So, Rodrigo, let's go to you first. What do you think about this? Uh, I mean, I think it's a smart move to have Sherry be the permanent co- guest co-host because, one, I was getting tired of those rotating guest co-hosts, especially Michael Rappaport. Ugh. Um, and then Remy and Joe, I mean, they were cute, but I was like, mm, why y'all host this? Y'all can't host this. And but Sherry Shepard, she's got the 
She's got the experience with the view. She's got that view audience that it's come, you know, coming with her. She has her comedy audience. Like she's doing TV shows. Like she's on the sex college sex girls, like whatever the fuck that show is that like um, the sex times the college girls. Sex times called yeah. Ian Allen's show. <laughs> yeah, she's on there. So she has an audience. She has a built-in fan base that will tune into her and want to know what she wants to talk about. And I think she's perfect for the Wendy show. I mean, she, the audience loves her. I know the producers love her. Um, that man, what's his name? The man with the glasses, the producer man. Norman. Then, the Norman, the white lady. Um, Suzanne. <laughs> Suzanne, they seem more happier when Sherry's on there because she's not getting, you know, she's, she, they're not getting fussed at by Wendy or <laughs> and Shay thrown their ways. But it, it's a new energy with Sherry on there. Um, making her permanent, why not? I mean, if Wendy can't do it, I mean, unfortunately, Wendy's going through her battles. And I think, I, I would think her health would be the most important thing to take care of at this time and not her show. Uh, and she has, you know, the Wells Fargo situation going on and mm. all type of shit. So Wendy is not in a, in a position right now to host a party, right? No, 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 a talk show. So Sherry, I commend the show. I mean, I think it's a, it's a perfect it's a perfect thing. So I don't mind it. If she becomes permanent, even better, in my opinion, you know. But what do I know? I, agree. I just, I, I agree. do miss Wendy, though. You know, despite all of her downs and stuff, she would have had a field day with 50 Cent at the Super Bowl. <laughs> she would have had a field day with the Oscar nomination. All looking fat, basically. <sighs> But to be fair, it would have been fair play because he came after her a lot of times for her weight. Um, But I just, I think Sherry will make it a fabulous show again. You know, that's what I did miss about Wendy um, these past few years was she just forgot that the show also needed to be fabulous on top of the messy gossip. And there was just no show like that anymore. But Tiggs, let's go to you. What do you think? You know, I have my issues with Wendy, but I don't want to see her go out like this. So I'm praying for her. I want her to get her help together. I want her to get this money situation under control. And, you know, little Kev, you're of age now. You help your mama fight them motherfuckers for her goddamn money. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. Yeah. Um, I, I know she tries to keep little Kevin away out of stuff, but no, fuck that. This is your livelihood, girl. And he, he in college, he ain't stupid. Have your baby help you you stay before they have you with some Britney Spears type shit. And some kind of way Big Kevin ends up back involved again. So, no. Um, I I think it's a good idea, too, for Sherry. Like, the ratings have been up. That's why she got the job in the first place, because the ratings have been great with her there. Wendy gave her stamp of approval because she likes Sherry. She's a friend of Sherry's. And, you you know, stupid people on Twitter who don't understand television. They could just cancel and get Sherry her on the show. This show has a built-in audience. Wendy is still in contract. She has affiliates and advertisers. Dummies. It's about money. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. These are the same people. people, These people signed yearly contracts. You know, Wendy, Wendy's last renewal was like four years long. And Mm -hmm. so 
these people enter into contracts with these syndicated affiliates. You know, that's like when, um, oh, I think, yeah, for example, when The Young and the Restless went through that issue a few years back with like Time Warner Cable and everything, that cost a lot of money because The Young and the Restless was always like already agreed to air in that time slot for a set number of years. And so it's time slots, it's money. It's You just can't cancel a show out of thin air. And just- and Especially when the ratings make sense. I mean, this isn't C, this yeah. is an ABC daytime. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's also a, a thing too. Like it's licensing and everything. Like Wendy is syndicated. It's not like a network owns her. Yes, when it comes to like CBS or, or, or ABC, like, yes, they own their shows and they can cancel the motherfuckers in town they want to. But they also do have shows that are syndicated, like like Kelly and Ryan, like Ellen, like, you know, Kelly Clarkson. They do have syndicated shows that they just can't up and cancel. There are mm-hmm. contracts. There, there are ratings, advertisers, all this stuff. But, you know, people are stupid. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I, I'm all for it. You know, Wendy needs to focus on her health and holding on to her money. That's more important than getting back to that damn show. Mm-hmm. And if Sherry can do it, like, why not? Like y'all said, she has a built-in audience from everything she's done over the years. Her and, and my girl, Kim Whitley, got a podcast that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, why the hell not? Why not? Somebody got to do it. And Sherry's entertained. I mean, I, I, I remember they were trying to give Niecy Nash a show a few years back. They should have went ahead with that. Cause I would now that's talk. I would watch Niecy every motherfucking day. They should have did that. And now they're trying to give Jennifer Hudson one for what? She ain't got no personality. She just laughs. But anyway, yes, good for Sherry. And Wendy, get well and get your motherfucking money. Amen. Uh Chaz, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I'm I've never been a huge fan of Wendy Williams. However, comma, um, I think everything everybody has said is absolutely accurate. Um, I think that um Wendy, um when you don't have your health, you don't have anything, right? It doesn't matter how much money you have, it doesn't matter where you work or what you do. If you don't have your health, you don't have anything. And so she's doing the right things and not rushing. She's taking care of whatever issues that she has. She's taking care of them and she's taking the time to do so. You know, um, that, that's not uncommon for anybody to take a leave of absence from work when they're not well. And I think that she's doing the right thing. And I think the best thing that they could have done with this transition is to have Wendy Williams come out and say that, hey, I bless this. I'm, I, I approve of this because you never want a situation where someone thinks that, oh, they, she's trying to take over Wendy. I ain't watching because of that, you know? And having Wendy come out and say that, yes, I bless, you know, her taking over as a permanent co-host was it was a good thing because you're going to maintain that audience that she's worked so hard to get for so many years, you know, and and they picked a good person to do it. I love Sherry Shepard. I think she's hilarious. I think um, she's very funny. And like, like you said, she can she's done the view previously before. So no different than anything that anybody else has said. I think they're doing it the right way. You know, but if they just have kept quiet about it and like, oh, well, she hosting the show now, people are not going to like that. And even though it didn't have anything necessarily to do with Sherry Shepard, they will stop watching and protest, right? But since she came out and said, you know, I approve of this, I think that's the best thing they, they could have done for her. 
Yeah, definitely. And then Alan, before we move on to the primetime chat, did you have any more thoughts on this continuing development? Yes, I've had to let show Sherry because she's much more entertaining than other guests were because Michael Rappaport, ugh. Yeah, she has this personality for daytime TV. I'm hoping Wendy gets other things resolved and history is littered with heiresses who get institutionalized and all their money taken away. If you look that up, it happens to a lot of them. So hopefully she he doesn't get under conservatorship because once they get you into that, it's hard to get out. Because when it didn't the Britney Spears, they used the undue influence excuse, which they're doing with Wells Fargo using on Britney, I mean, Will, Wendy right now, because Britney Spears was friends with some fat guy and they used that as a pretext to get her into the conservatorship. So, yeah, hopefully she doesn't get locked up in a conservatorship. So that'd be terrible because once you're in that, your life isn't yours anymore. Yeah, you got people telling you when to come and when to go, when to drink. Well, she was kind of locked in that kind of low-key, allegedly, with Kevin. Because, like, the shit she would reveal, like, on the Wendy show in an interview, she would be like, oh, yeah, you know, he had me in that, like, sober house and I couldn't even use my yeah, cell phone. Yeah, she had to go to a lawyer's yeah. house place mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, yeah. I'm wait, is, wait. Is the is the divorce final with her and Big Kevin? Yes. Yeah. 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 I okay. Think it's well, thank God. I don't think you can get her. You can get her hands on the money. I don't think you could. But Wells okay. Fargo could be in charge of her money if they get the conservatorship. She they'd be the boss of her. One Wells Fargo. That, and that is so had... stupid. Why? That, that's so stupid. Why would y'all even? Why would the law even let that? Like this is this woman's money. She has a child over twenty one. No, you get them some financial advisors and let little Kevin run her shit if she can't do it. Like, no, you're not getting the whole the, the, the woman who Wendy fired, fired is allegedly behind this. Allegedly. Well, just yeah. well, you know, stay tuned to the chat. You know, we talk about Wendy often, so as soon as we hear something, we'll bring it up on a show. Um... But anyway, let's move on to the primetime chat. Some exciting news. February 24th marks the return of the original Law & Order uh, to NBC. It will kick off its 21st season. Um, it does star Sam Waterston, of course, returning as Jack McCoy. So I'm very happy about that. Um, and it will have some special guest appearances throughout the uh, episode order. Uh, rumored that um, S. Epitha Barkinson might even make some appearances. So very excited. Um, with that being said, however, reboots are still going strong. The Wonder Years is posting fabulous ratings for ABC. And, you know, there's just always a reboot that could come out of nowhere. So with that being said, Rodrigo, we'll start with you. What show do you feel needs to be rebooted next? Because, you know, Hollywood is always looking to reboot something. Oh, God. Um, Shit. (laughs) You know what? You sounded like you just had some good sex. Shit. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. That's usually what it sounds like when I have to say. Um, Oh, 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 oh. So Rodrigo will tell us more. This is turning into the chat after dark. (laughs) The chat after dark, baby. It is late. The chat always wanted. I've always wanted this show to come back and you know, new imagining or like, 
you know, come back years after it ended. But I would, would, would want to see a, a, like a living single reboot. I think that's uh, a good idea. Uh, I would like to see the, that. The original OGs are all still alive. They're still beautiful. They're still kicking. They're still thriving. All of them. Uh, Is this because we both watched Bringing Down the House in the same week? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it made me think of Queen. I mean, even though Queen, you know, Queen, she's, she's, you know, she's, she got her own show, Equalize and everything, but if they would do like, what is Khadija doing now? Like, what is Sinclair doing? Like, do they all have kids? Like, what are their kids doing? I just, I'm just imagining like what those four are doing in 2022 mm-hmm. what have they well you know what's the name's got a hit show too uh kim she's on um she's oh, yeah, that's on Netflix. Yeah. Shows. that show is good it's so like, for I, example I, I, I rewatch that that first season for the fourth time that's my shit like we know kyle and maxine they had a daughter that was on they had i think they had they had guested on like one on one or something. It was like a special. Oh, half episode. and half. That is half and half. Yeah. Half and half. Mm-hmm. Half and half mm-hmm. with Kyle and then um, Kyle and Maxine with their daughter. Like, there's it's so much potential for that. And like now, Erica Alexander looks exactly the same. She has not aged yeah. at all. Follow yes. her on Twitter. I mean, hell, none of them have. Hell, Kim Kim uh, Kim Cole just turned sixty, and look her up. Yes, yeah. amazing. And I would put that on a streaming um, platform. She just turned sixty, really. Yeah, because she was the oldest. She was the oldest out of all of them with living single stars. Yeah, but I would love to see it like on a streaming platform, like on a you know Hulu or Netflix or BT Plus. I don't know something. Well, I mean, you already know. Queen Latifah show up if the money's there, so we'll see. Yeah, Paramount. (laughs) She can get that on Paramount Plus, and she got her CBS deal. So I, I think. That would be amazing to me because I, I, I still I, watch I, I still like watch this show today. Because like, Living Single is my favorite sitcom. Paramount like, Living Single, The Golden Girls. And without Living Single, and I I will I'm gonna fuck without Living Single, there would be no friends, and that's on period. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> that's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so Tiggs, I guess you're in agreement to living single, or did you also have another one? Um, my okay, I have two. One is girlfriends because we got left hanging and Marlboro oh, Kill. Because as long as I she, just she, get a movie, I mean, yeah, I would just take a movie. Like it's the perfect time. Jabari, Jabari should be about 27 right now. Jabari could be getting married, and Maya is being you know, a bitch about it because she don't like the little girl, you know, Maya. And, you know, Lynn could be coming on some some tour in, in, in a third world country or some shit like that, you know, Lynn. And she can come back with some yeah, younger man. That, that, <laughs> some younger man that barely speaks English, but he got some good dick. That's Lynn all day. And then, you know, Tony and, and Joan ain't spoken in 15 years. They can finally pass their friendship up. And like, she can finally get a wedding. Yes. You know, Joan never got her wedding, goddammit. Yeah. Damn you it. know, Joan could have a set of twins, you know, going through a divorce with Malik Yoba because she can't keep a man. You know, she you never know, could. <laughs> you know, William could be running for state senate. You know, him and, him and Monica trying to lock these people. 
<laughs> so he can get in this damn position. They got adopted children from third world countries and shit like that. You're like, you know, because it, it and I, I don't get that. Like Mar Brock Kill has a deal with Netflix. This like girlfriend is on Netflix. It it's still very popular. I don't know why she wants to bring back the fucking game and Tracy give it always talks about it. And, and know. you know they she brings the game back in like so many inter. Ugh, I couldn't even watch that last game. Right, and then like Tracy Ellis Ross gets nominated for any every goddamn year for Blackish. You kind of came together with Tracy Ellis Ross using her name to get your foot in the door to get a girlfriend's reboot. Like you like Tracy said, even a movie. I would have taken a movie just to wrap things up. My second choice, we have mentioned it before, but Desperate Housewives. It's been ten years. You get Mark Cherry couple of new producers and writers and let's set this shit off like Gabby has two daughters Susan has a daughter Lynette I think had two daughters like well like Lynette had a shit ton of Lynette oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah like, like they can get this shit really popular mm -hmm. like you know and I just used to love the promo. They, Desperate Housewives always had the best promos. Uh, that's ready for the new season. So good. Yeah. Like the, you know, the apples and the washing machines and Juicy and all this other bullshit. Like, like, you know, like it could be so good. Like imagine if they cast Demi Lovato as Gabby's, one of Gabby's daughters. Okay. I'll I know her little that. sister. I know her little sister played one of Gabby's daughters. Look, Casey, I'm going for Buzz, okay? <laughs> so, but, well, I'm know, going for somebody who doesn't have a mental breakdown every three seconds. Oh yeah, yeah. We don't want to. We don't want a Nicholas Sheridan situation. But yeah, I'm just mm -hmm. saying. But you know, hell, Vanessa Williams' character could have had a daughter or something like that. Because I want it to be, you know, it needs to be one of them things where you know, they kind of have like you know five women. They could have you know two white women, two black women, and, and like in like an Asian woman or a Hispanic woman or something like that. Yeah, you know, really diverse, make it real diverse. And well, that's just that's a big thing. You know, if it comes back, it's got to be a little more diverse. You can't oh, have they, Alfred Woodward watching the uh, son in the basement. They tried, they tried diversity season two. You see what that happened. That you, they, you can't, yeah. you can't have black people in dungeons. You can't be locking up black yeah. children in, in the basement. Hey, right. And, like, and the only it. reason, Ooh. the only reason we got Vanessa Williams' character was because she had a player player pay deal with ABC after Ugly Betty went off the air. Oh, I did so, love Renee. You know, oh lord, Renee was so yeah. yeah. I love so I would love that. It's been ten years, and ABC needs something. They need something. Yes. Abbott Elementary is great. I'm, I'm not really messing with the one of the years like that, but I'm glad it's getting good ratings. I support it because it's black. You just broke. You know, I still, I still watch the Connors and shit. I, you know, I'm a little bit behind on grades, but I still watch grades. You know, whatever. But yeah, like they need, they need something soapy and, and campy and buzzy, and they need water cooler TV. They need that. Well, and, you know what? You, you know, can put it right back where it was on Sundays. You know, eight. Yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. It was, a and that would be a lead-in for other dramatic shows too. They can pair with that million little things bullshit and put that on Sunday and something like that. I mean, there you go. Like, yeah, I miss it. Sunday soaps are back. Oh. 
Because I miss ABC Sunday, brothers and sisters. That's oh, brothers and sisters. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. That shit, that. Reboot. I could be reboot. Reboot. That. Yeah. Like, I used to I love that show. Like, I, I introduced my oh. boyfriend to it, and he adored brothers and sisters. I love the way it ended because, you know, that was one of them shows that was always on the bubble every season. It was one of them cute endings that everybody had to end it, but it could have kept on going for like two, three more seasons. I want to see what the Walker's doing a decade later. I need that because I know that page is on crack. Leave her alone. And Sarah got to keep her off the pole. Y'all know it. I did. I can see now Paige is a fucking mess and Sarah is raising her damn baby. I see it. Mm hmm. But yeah, Desperate Housewives, definitely my go-to. I, you know, love the show when it was on. And you can still, you know, you can have all these new people on it. And um, because all those ladies moved off the lane. And so if you just have one anchor character, you know, you have one of Gabby's daughters. You have uh, one of Lynette's sons, maybe. Uh, I don't you can have, what's her name's daughter? Uh, uh. Bree's daughter Daniela, or what was her name? Andrew and oh, what was Bree's daughter's name? It's been so long. Um, what was Terry Hatcher's daughter's name again? What was her name? Oh, Julie. Uh, oh, Julie. Julie. Oh, yeah, Julie. Julie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Julie no. anchor yeah. it. You can have her anchor it. Yeah, yeah Julie would have yeah. to. Julie would have to be there. Yeah, and yeah, Bree's daughter would have to be there. They can have one of Lynette's sons, like I said, one of Gabby's daughters. And they move into a neighborhood or they buy the Wisteria Lane houses that their parents used to own or some bullshit. And they all all live together in the same neighborhood. And you can do that. Like that. The kids are old enough, they can carry the show. Oh, and it was right. Yeah, yeah, or you can have one of those things, like because you know, Lynette had cancer. Maybe, you know, maybe Tom died and Lynette's cancer came back. And you know, her one of her kids comes back to live with her take care of her and shit like that they could always right. do that because and Lynette would be perfect because she could be that shit starring character like Miss McCluskey used to be yeah, but and honestly yeah. look I the time has time has passed we forgive you for listening that's it yeah, yeah. You know what? she took responsibility you, you took responsibility you did your time now it's all it's all right babe you we <laughs> so all you right come Bobby, out this is McCluskey come on <laughs> you can come out of hiding now Honestly, come, you know, I know your sports sitcom didn't get off the ground, which I really wanted it to, but that's okay. Um, sports night was so great. Oh, okay. Oh, I love so sports great. night. But yeah, she was supposed to be yeah. in some other sports show on ABC, coincidentally. Um, but yeah, that never got off the ground. That was like two years ago, I think. It was right before the pandemic hit. That's why I think it got shelved. Um, but anyway, yeah, I would totally love Desperate Housewives. Um, Alan, what about you? I love the OC back. I mean, that show ended in 2007. So if those, if Ryan and Lev had kids, they'd be high school age right now. Mm -hmm. So you could do a whole new show. Ben McKenzie isn't doing anything. Anna Brody isn't doing anything. Rachel Bilson doesn't do anything. Well, Rachel, Autumn Reese has a Hallmark movie, but I think you could probably get her back. Put on HBO Max, bring on their kids, have if Ryan have adopted some Latino teen as a son from Chino. So, like, he's tied that into the original. The family taking Ryan, like they did with Ryan. So, yeah, did you let? I'd love the OC reboot. I would, too. I've always loved the OC. Um, to me, I know, you know, they felt it was time to cancel the show um, and that it couldn't go on. I always felt it could go on. Um, 
and it should have lasted. It had about three more years left in, in my opinion. But now well, I think one of the problems last year was they sped through so much story the first season. They the did. second season yeah. was kind of a letdown. Yeah. But, you know, Desperate Housewives, you know, their second season was kind of a letdown too. But, you know, then you just got to give shows time to find their footing. And, you know, they didn't even let them really find any footing after Misha Barton left. Um, and so, first of yeah. death actually was a shot of alarm for that show but season 4 was great it was so good the way they handled it I, that show deserved more um, Chaz what about you any shows you would like to see rebooted I have two of them I'm actually wearing um, the sweatshirt right now of one of them um, my first show is A Different World A Different World is the very reason why um, when I was when I was coming up, we wanted to go to college and I wanted to go to an HBCU. I didn't go to said HBCU because another school gave me more money. And I had a free <laughs> I I had a full ride. I mean, I had a full ride. So it was like, sir, you're not, my parents was like, you're not about to let this full ride go. You know, so, but um, A Different World, I think went off in 93. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, so it's been enough time. All of the lead characters, I think, except for Mr. Gaines, are yet alive um, uh, uh, for that TV show. Yeah, I think I think having Debbie Allen involved in it, get her involved, do, reboot it. You can. Everybody ain't got to be involved. You can have these people should have old kids that's going to college by now. So yeah. I think yeah. that a different world did topics that no other TV show was talking about during the time. You know, yeah. I remember date rape. I remember AIDS yeah. or HIV or what it was AIDS at the time. You know, they didn't know any better. Yeah. Um, Tisha Campbell. Tisha Campbell. Campbell. Yep, yeah. I remember that. I remember yeah. racism. I remember everything that you could think about. They talked about on mm-hmm. that show. The uses of condoms. Everything was talked about on that show, and it it was it was even the golf war. Um, Blair Underwood had a powerful episode where you know he didn't he, they didn't want him to go. You know, um, at their, uh, the South Africa conflict, you yeah. know, Wilson Mandela, they talked about everything on this show. And there's no reason why a show like that should not exist today with everything that's going on in our world. Debbie's, um, been, trying to get, Debbie's been trying to get a reboot going for years, from what yeah. I've read. She has yeah, she it, it could be, it would be perfect. Like, you know, hell, Whitley could be the goddamn dean. Like, Whitley mm-hmm. was the dean. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, Whitley uh, you know, was a teacher. You know, you could even have, you know, you could have Kim there being a law professor. No, no, mm-hmm. not a law professor. Freddie uh, was in was was Freddie was law professor. Yeah. Yeah. They could have, have Freddie as a law professor, just bohemian, funky, chic law professor. You could have Kim teaching like like being in a medical lab and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know. There's there's so many possibilities with the show. Ron could have and... some sleazy ass son there that acts just as him. <laughs> no, yep. you got yeah, you got Dwayne Dwayne Whitley's child. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dwayne and Whitley's child yeah. could be a professor there, and they could ha- it could be a little girl, and they could pair her with the Colonel and Jaleesa soon. Yep, they sure do. And like I said, all these people are still yet alive. You yep, know, even Cur- Colonel Taylor's still alive. You know, okay, with his old age. He's okay, still good there, still acting and not like ain't nothing wrong, you know. Have Debbie and Don Lewis was fucking amazing. Exactly. So I just, is, you know, the is... big problem is, you know, as Debbie said, you know, Bill won't take his name off of it, and um, 
that would put Ooh. money directly into his pocket. Oh, God, eventually, Casey. So, what does that have to ask his kids? <laughs> he will, but I'm just telling you what Debbie said is that's the problem that's holding it up right Hopefully now. Hopefully, the problem will resolve itself naturally, Casey. I hope, I hope it will. Okay. Now, now, see, Alan, this one time I approved this medic. You know, Alan won't anybody on AARP. No. I've been hoping for it to, you know, take care of itself for the past 10 years. I mean, because Camille's going to still own that shit. So, you know, so she's old as well. So, if it was possible, the way I wish y'all could have seen No, I would just go ahead. I would go ahead. Whatever, whoever owns the rights to it, just give that son of a bitch some money and pay him off to get rid of him. That's why, like, 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 like ABC did with, like ABC did with Roseanne. They paid the bitch enough money to disconnect herself from the show. You yeah. do the same thing with his ass. Just yeah. give him fifty thousand dollars and put an end to it. It's just, yeah. just get, this- because they could do it because there's money to be made. Like the Cosby Show could still be in syndication. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, it's just make sure he don't get it no still money. Is in syndication. Yeah. I think yeah. it's on TV one. I yeah. think it's on TV oh, one. Oh, yeah, okay, put that. Okay. Yeah. yeah but no. Well, and so is Roseanne. Roseanne is back in syndication too. Yeah. Um, so like that to me is the best. Like if I could reboot a show, that would be the perfect show for as as many things that we've gone through these last ten years in this country. This is the right show to do it. Like they, and at they the height of its popularity, everything. at the height of its popularity, the Cosby Show really didn't even matter anymore. And so well, there yeah. were so many other things going on and so many other great, you know, stories that it didn't really even matter. And so you know, when, after season one of A Different World, when they got rid of Denise, I'm just going to be honest. When Denise left and they got brought in Debbie Allen, the show took off like it yes. was supposed to. Because wrong. the first season, it was written like, this ain't nobody's HBCU. Don't nobody want to go to college and put yeah. no red nose on their face. Season you know, one was written by a white woman. It was written and run by a white woman. What was mm-hmm. that? That she was that Saturday Night Writer and Square with, with, that, the fuck. with that with that folksy ass theme song. Debbie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Allen came in season two. And she, she threw and she all the most. I need you to do me a favor, real quick. It's a check in <laughs> for you. I need you to do me a favor. What you need, baby? And that was it. Please, please, you know, was, Rita uh, was Rita was uh, Glenn Turman's uh, uh, wife at yeah. the time. Yeah, so she, you know, that was easy for her to do it. So it, that's my my first show. I think it'd be a great reboot if they could do it right, cast it right. Debbie Allen's involved, be good. My well, like Debbie one, said, you know, she wants to do it with Issa Rae, and I'm like, that would be perfect. That bring- would be excellent. Yeah. That would be excellent. If they and she's because she's just funny, and that, and that could be on many different things. My second show uh, is David Jacobs, Not Slanding. Um, I oh, believe- Chaz, you just found the way to my heart. Chaz, you now my new man. Sorry, Listen, I like as a kid, the superior watched- primetime show. The superior. Right. As a kid, as a kid, I watched. All right, my mom would on Thursdays. All these shows would come on. I think it was Thursday and Friday, if I can recall. But right, yeah, yeah. we would watch Dynasty. We would watch. Dallas, and we will watch Nice Landing. Out of the all of For the real. three, my favorite was Nice Landing. Mine too. I remember yeah. watching the last episode with my mama back in '93. That was definitely put it on Wednesdays at nine o'clock. But I remember that yep. last episode because Karen's um son almost died. Yeah, and because they was, in my opinion, they were one of the only shows that, that if I can recall, other than um, Dominique Devereaux, 
they were one of the only shows that showed an African-American family that was in main storyline with everyone else. I cannot call the name of that family right now, but I remember. Oh, that was, uh, oh, oh, Jesus, can't name the I name don't, of that. Hall- well, Halle Berry, she was the girlfriend of the dad, but that was later Right, but on. she, they had, um, the mom died. The mom, the mom was uh, by the, um, yeah, that was um when Larry Riley was on as Frank Williams. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Frank Williams. There you go. The Williams family. Frank Williams. The mom, before he unfortunately Kent Masters King. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kent Masters King, and she took a gun to that man who ran down her mama and was about to put. She was about to shoot him mm-hmm. with a shotgun. I will never forget that scene. I will never forget. The best scene I think I've seen in drama on primetime was when um, uh, Joan Van Ark's character, what's her name? What's her name? Oh, Valine. lost her damn babies. When her baby oh, paid them damn the, when the twins. The slow motion of the car. Oh. Yep. Yep. They, they came to take the babies. I will never, as long as I live, forget that scene. That oh, was one of Laura the... was driving away in the car, which they should have never popped Constance McCashin. But Laura driving away oh, in yeah. the car, leaving her whole life behind and the crying and the uh yep. it was oh, well, they, Abby they had... to the, it, it to is the, such a it's Abby such a shame for God that that show is not on streaming nowhere. That yeah, show you know what the thing Abby to the door. It's yeah. gonna be on HBO Max next year. Yeah, they're trying well, to get they're, they're mastering it. Yeah. Oh cool. Abby to the door Wait, hold on. Huh? It's going to be on HBO Max next year. They're remastering it right now. Yeah, oh, did you guys not land? I'll be there. Dallas is going to be on there first. Now I need a cigarette. Dallas is already on IMDb, though. It's IMDb not going to be on there anymore. They're going to move it to HBO Max. And oh, then, all right. Yes. Um, all right. Here we go. And, I want, and I want the TV reunion movies, too. Not slanting. Uh, are you sure? Falcon Crest sure? is supposed to be the last. Yeah, no, I want both of the not slanting TV movies too. I oh, thought you were talking about Dallas because remember the Dallas one where he was talking to the devil? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, well, that no, was no, their no, series no. finale. When that, was so, that was the last episode. It was awful. It was Conundrum. Just, it was awful. Uh, but, but, that, no, but that Dallas I, reboot, oh, that Dallas reboot was so motherfucking good. That was good. TNT didn't handle it right. TNT did I, not handle no, it right. To I this day, I want Cynthia C. Dre to write for the young She knew what she was doing. Fuck y'all. She knew what she was doing. She doesn't. She did. No, she did. No, no. It was all about MTV, MTV. TNT didn't handle that show properly. That's what. My Jordana Brewster. Oh, Jordana brought it as Elena. Oh, I loved her. That was a great, and I want her to write for you know, a leader as a lead writer. The young rest of people the like the way she handled um, the whole thing with Pam and. Oh yeah. Oh, oh I love me some Pam though. That was mm, yeah. And that little well, she died hot in, in that the thing. ass. That little hot in the ass. What was Harrison's daughter's name? Emma. Or something. Oh, Emma Riley. Emma Riley. Oh, bitch. Oh, yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> with John Ross. Okay. In that damn oh. Judith Light. Oh. Judith but you Light. know what? Oh, if God. they reboot Knott's Landing, I want them to bring in John Ross as, you know, if they, you know, kind of like they did with Gary when Gary and Valine went and they started a new life. They could don't do that bring, with John Ross. Don't bring Lucy on that show, though. Don't bring Lucy, though. Have you seen? I, can you imagine Joe Van Ark and Charlene Tilton? In no. The <laughs> <laughs> well, I, no. I love when uh, Val came for uh, 
J.R.'s funeral and she read Sue Ellen fulfilled because Sue Ellen was like, J.R. was a good man. And that was not about to have that. No, <laughs> he was not a good man oh, at all. My favorite yeah. Nas Lanning moment, I think I, po- I posted it. it was when Abby took the door off you the did, yeah. Olivia, yeah. Olivia's coke ass. Oh, she's doing them down, she said, she said, I said to this day, <laughs> to this day, if you want to do a coat, we're going to have to see you doing it. You want to do a coat, we're going to have to see you doing it. You want to do it right in front of us. I said, I know that's right. Abby has some black in her. That's, well, no, that's what I said. I said somebody <laughs> black mama wrote that scene because that is a scene from my childhood. I slammed the door in my parents' house one time. <laughs> Listen, not only did I get my ass whooped, the next time I walked into that house, that door was off the hinges and sitting on the side. And my mama said, don't you close another, you another, you gonna slam another damn door in this house again. And that <laughs> stayed off the thing for a good year. I remember one time when my um, sister had a boy in the house when my mom had to work late. And my mom came up in that house and I was just at the table reading my Junie B. Jones book. She said, where's your sister? I said, oh, she's in her bedroom. And my mom marched up in there. My mom took her shoe off, started beating the boy in the bed. She grabbed my sister <laughs> by her legs and pulled her down. Oh, good job. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that for me, if I could get those two, you I would never complain on Twitter about nobody soap opera ever again. I'm if serious. I can get a reboot of those two shows, because those were my favorite. Favorite shows as you know, coming up watching, like nobody would say, oh, no, not slanting. Well, I got a lot of favorite shows. But if I had to pick a drama out of all the ones that came up in the 80s and 90s, would be Nas Landing and second place would be Melrose Place. That would be another one. Which, you know. But they haven't rebooted that one, I don't think, have they? Yeah, they have. The CW royally fucked it up. Your first motherfucking mistake was even thinking you could do anything without Heather motherfucking Locklear. They got her ass at the last minute. And then you bring back Sydney after you killed her off on the original. Yeah, and Sydney gave her died. a key. That was so that dumb. That was so stupid. Dumb, dumb. And then they tried to bring Heather Locklear back to try to save it again. And that day, <laughs> that was, it was too late. By the time they brought Heather back, I was like, too late, nobody bro. gave a shit. Like, and I didn't no give a cared. shit. It was too little, too late. Um, but I would love to see another reboot of that. You know, I know that. Um, Jack Wagner and Josie Bassett really want to do, and honestly, here's the Jack thing. Jack Wagner need to take his ass. Well, well hell, wouldn't you want to do it too? They stuck over there at Hallmark. Oh, I, they, want, I want to do it too. But they, 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 they need, need to bring Jack Lake. Wagner on at Back to Bold and the Beautiful and break up Brooke and Ridge from once and for damn all. Give me one sec, because I would want them to get somebody who actually watched all seven seasons of that show. The shit, you can hire me. You know, at KCS Hutch, my Twitter handle, DMD. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> and actually write a competent reboot. And honestly, you can forget all that stuff that happened on the CW. Never I'm happened. Well, <laughs> and and, and out of all the characters on that show, they could either have, they could have either Michael's kid with Taylor on the building, mm-hmm. or they could have Michael's kid with Jane on the building. No, that'll work. And that's how you tie to the original. But remember, yeah, you know, you remember Jane got there. pregnant by Michael and then started that. fucking with Kyle and never told him that she was pregnant. And you need to get Heather Locklear from Jump. Okay, you need to get her from season Ooh. one, episode one. Mm. Oh yeah, because I, I would, I would, I would have her screwing Michael's son. Yes, yes, because Ooh. her, her and Peter, that would be her good. And Peter, her and Peter on a third divorce. 
and she'd yeah. be fucking Michael and Taylor's son. And that'll give well, Lisa Rinna something to do for three episodes. I think most of those people, actors are available. I don't know what many of them. Oh, well, Grant yeah. Show. Well, no, Grant Show is on Dynasty. Or, uh, yeah, he can be on Dynasty that's got 10 episodes left in oh, it. Oh, okay. Like, Grant Show, Jake could come back and then, like, shit. We could have. Um, I saw an episode. You could have Austin. Did y'all uh, see Fantasy Island with Laura Layton, Josie the Cassette, and Daphne Zuniga? They, they I never started. got around to watching it. I mean, I never got around to watch that either. I was and speaking of Daphne, shit. Crazy. Joe got that kid she gave up for a doctor. Oh, yeah, that's right. That she, she had, had that Kimberly stole. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, like that Kimberly. kid could Is come Kimberly out of dead? nowhere. Like, you know, maybe he can be some good guy like Billy was and need a kid. And then he the found kid. out he was adopted and now he got to find Joe. Here's a back. story. Allison comes back, right? You know, uh, Amanda thinks like, oh, she's D&D and she's taking D&T to the next generation. Da, 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 and then she finds out that someone buys D&D right under, buys D&D. And who's Allison's new, who, who's Amanda's new boss? Allison. <laughs> no, you know what it was. No, you know, remember though, no, remember though, D and D fired Amanda. She ended up with um what were that? Oh yeah, about. Allison tried to do she tried to be she tried to be Amanda and then that failed quickly. She was like fucking Billy on the table and then trying to do Amanda shit. I was like, oh, I, I, said, you know, sit your I, I think I think Allison can I think Allison cut can cut it now at 50. But what I would do yeah. is I would. I think she's grown. Allison. I think she's sober and she's grown now. She should be. She I would have sober. Allison be running her <laughs> own company, and I would have had her buy up D and D years ago and just have it be like gobbled up uh, by Allison's company because yeah, she would and then she wouldn't even, and she wouldn't even fire Amanda. She would just keep Amanda there just just to get her ass back. Yeah, <laughs> All those years she treated her. Like is shit. Kimberly like, dead? Know, I can't, does she die or no? Yeah, Kimberly, Kimberly died. died. Yeah, Kimberly uh, well, we died of that brain. Right, she had a brain tumor, I think. Yeah, she yeah, had a brain. brain, brain. Yeah, it finally killed her. Kelly the Rutherford show. started coming into the show. Oh, I hated Megan. Yeah, oh, I, hated I didn't like Megan. I hated Megan. The last, they don't brought the last year of that show. They don't brought everybody in their mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was the last year. Rena sofa. Yeah, cause we me, I had Mary watch. Oh Jesus, my boyfriend. Yeah. We kind of stopped was, at like, I think the last episode we watched was when Kimberly died. And we ain't watched Melrose since, and that was six, seven months ago. <laughs> so, because that last season, I was just like, them last two seasons, man. They got well, if you all do watch it, y'all need to And plus, listen. you already know my, you know, my baby, he young like you, Casey. So he got like partial ADHD. And you know, Melrose Place used to have 35 episodes a season, and he just like, God damn, these too many episodes. I like the show, but shit. You know, know, my baby yeah. like, my baby like, oh, they got 10 episodes a season? I can do this. You know, he wanted them. Mm-hmm. I like I'm a sure. long remember what, one, I like a fat, you know, 25 episode, 30 episode. Like, me too. I, I love that shit. I love it. You remember when Kimberly had, um, when she had Matt Gaybash one episode? Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I know it was oh, a She was cruel. cruel. Had him beat it's so funny because you know what? I don't know if we you would get away with that nowadays. You, you no, know. No, 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 I wouldn't want to see <laughs> that nowadays. Could not, no. You could not get away with that these days. Especially on daytime. That, they won't even they won't even let Matt kiss. You couldn't even kiss a man, another man. Like right. Like, <laughs> Matt, I remember Matt, when Matt, 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 Mat
She hit Michael with yeah. the great big, you know, she like floored that Yo, cup. Like, I'll never forget. That's I'll where Justin Smalley got it from. <laughs> the, yeah. But yeah, I'm just saying, you know, if you ever go to rewatch a rewatch of those plays, which it's on Hulu and Paramount Plus, go to Paramount Plus if you want to watch the actual complete episode um, and not an edited down version. Um, I hate when they do that shit. That pisses me off. You have to listen. There is this funny couple, Dan and Jenny, who do the Melrose Place rewatch podcast, and they are hilarious. They had watched the show when, like, Jenny's husband Dan had like box sets when they first moved to like California and didn't have any television, and they watched like three seasons and loved it. And now all these years later, they're doing a podcast about it, and it is hilarious. I love them so much. They're I can't wait till they get hey, to the yeah. I don't mind like the all the Melrose Place episode. Well, pissing me off is nine hundred two one zero because you know nine hundred two one zero had all those musical guests and and you know oh, yeah. they're not going to pay nobody yeah. shit. So they yeah. like yeah. I think. Out of the almost 300 episodes 90210 had, a good 60 of them have been cut because of all the all of the musical guests. And it really takes you out of the moment of the show. That, that's how I learned there's a song by Vanessa Williams and Brian McKnight called Love Is. And I learned that song from 90210. That, 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 that song is my I have that soundtrack. I, I love that I, 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 I bought that shit. I bought that yeah. with my own hard-earned allowance money. <laughs> To go, go buy that Beverly Hills not doing no soundtrack. They had that. They had Jade. Monday, yeah, don't Tuesday, walk away. Wednesday. Okay, <laughs> every day of the week, goddamn every day. <laughs> Shit, Yo, that's what did you talk that about synergy? You talk about <laughs> synergy. Everybody was buying that damn. That, what song is this? Like them kids, them white kids had some soul because you know David, he was the black person out the group. That motherfucker stayed booking some shit for the after dark. He's like, oh, that was so funny to me because in the middle of all of that, Brandon would have to teach people how to read. And <laughs> that one black girl he had to save from the racist. But all of a sudden, oh, that was Vivica. Vivica, Vivica. Vivica. Oh, Lord. Yeah. yeah. They tried to bring him back. Brandon liked him some chocolate. He had Vivica Fox. He had Maya Campbell. Like, he had, Ooh. he liked him some chocolate. I'm like, that's why, Brandon. That's because he was from the Midwest. That's why she she can't move her there face was, no more. There wasn't enough chocolate on that shit. That was yeah, stop. stop! I heard that. <laughs> no, she can't. Hey. No, no, Vivica's hey. fine now. No, she no, she can't. She finally stopped fucking with me. She can move her face now. Finally, I saw but, a clip of her when she was on Empire, and she was trying to move her face, and I'm like, oh no, she's turning yeah, into Yeah, but no, no, no. I, no, I think <laughs> in the last in the last like two years or so, she's finally chilled with the feelings because she never needed them in the first place. Vivica Fox. Vivica. Ooh. Vivica. 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 Uh, yeah. Love. Oh, I love me. I love Vivica. Her and Taylor went to never shut up. Go ahead. <laughs> well, let's wrap this bitch up. Wrap it up, lady. Um. So anyway, Alan, where can they find you on the Twitter? Alice Rappa. Wonderful. And Chaz, what about you? Looking for Nas Landon episodes on <laughs> whatever app he said <laughs> when they well, come out. Wait a while, baby, but HBO. Yeah. At Mr. Two Talk. Wonderful. <clears throat> and Rodrigo, what about you, my darling? You can find me on that bird app, as always, talking shit, being messy. Rodrigo's World 81. Wonderful. Tiggs, what about you, dear? 
Ben Mass for part two. I'm about to finish my chicken, cooking my chicken. Can I make a smothered chicken tonight? And I'm about to um see what's going on with, with, with the General Hospital. Ooh, I had like a spicy turkey breast tonight. Um, Ooh, can... see, look, look, Casey, Casey gonna get him a black man. He said, I know how to cook, bitch. <laughs> Casey go, Casey is gonna get him a Devontae, okay? Now, he is gonna get his, he is gonna get his, he gonna get his BBC warrior, okay? <laughs> Casey <Right>. Hatch Williams. <laughs> okay, Casey said, Casey said, it must be made of jelly because jam don't shake. I can twerk, bitch. And Rodrigo, I have leftovers, baby. Call me. <laughs> you know I like to eat. I expedite. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Wrap it up, lady. Casey's going to be teaching Brody how to do the stanky leg and shit. Come on now, baby. Come on. Look, all I'm saying, honey, is, okay, I know what I like on my plate. Um, anyway. Why well, I just had a vision of you doing <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you gotta take me out to dinner first. <laughs> I don't do it for everybody. I'm a lady. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at KCS Hutch. You can find our show um, on Twitter at the chat underscore podcast and on Facebook at the chat show podcast. Join us next week as we bring back special guest co-host Emmy Morgan as we My girl! <laughs> we love Emmy. Uh, we'll be having a very special Black History Month episode um, discussing. We will Black open Black with Black. "Lift Every Voice and Sing Every okay. Verse." Okay, and it's gonna be stanza. very, very, very motherfucking Black. So if you don't like that shit, bitch, you ain't got to. <laughs> we will be singing. Was my idea. The white we'll singing singing every stanza. Thank you to our associate producer who likes BBC Warriors. Also, Alan Sarab. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> we will be sending out the song lyrics, memorize your lines because there's four stanzas and I only know three of them. So that's... look, Alan know who Raheem Shabazz is. That motherfucker like the BBC Warrior, okay? <laughs> I do. Alan was like, oh, you guys. I do. Now I got to go look up who Raheem Shabazz is. Shabazz, you, not a lot of things make Alan happy, but two things I know make Alan happy. Superman Lois and a fine man with a big old dick. That's what makes that happen. <laughs> Jesus. And we're off the rails now, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, now, Taz, we've been off the rails for nine to three episodes. Are we still taping? We're still taping. I right? thought we turned it off. No, we said bye. No, you know Casey Murphy ass be leaving up for me to say something stupid. I am, I'm going to shut my putting myself and on then I'm, I'm going to love Oh, that takes. He's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, I'm going I'm to stop recording. Good night, y'all. Thank you for listening. Bye, y'all. Wash your hands for a man to mind your goddamn business. And stop talking to me about Steffi on the Twitter. I don't care about that damn girl. Yeah. And stop telling us y'all business too. Y'all saw that bullshit on the Twitter earlier about that fat man lying to all them women. You fat son of a bitch. What you talking about? I don't know what you talking about. What? 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 It's quarter pound. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs>